Welcome everyone to another podcast of Modern World Zen. This is Josh Barzell. So I want to thank everyone for coming in and listening to this show again. Um, Last episode we were talking about um, this idea of non-duality and the one consciousness. And today I'd like to talk about even sort of a greater enlightened um, position than the non-duality, although that's sort of defined as enlightenment, right? Transcendent, oneness, having this view of equality. But even better than that, and, and you know, before I get into it, if you look at the, you know, if you look at the, say, take the U.S. Constitution, right? The, the, the founding document, say, of the country's government. If you look in that, you'll see that everyone's treated the same. You're treated the same regardless of race. You're treated the same regardless of religion. You're treated the same regardless of monetary income. There are no divisions to anyone that's living here. And that's why this country is considered to be free. Uh, And it's probably the reason why it's been so successful and prosperous because of this inclusion. You know, that's what I think. But um, what's even greater than that notion of equality and an equality mindset is the idea that we're, we are that consciousness. So let me say that again. So in the last episode, we talked about the one consciousness pervading everywhere. And I may have mentioned it quickly in the last podcast that you know, the ultimate goal is this being who has turned within and, and realized his own self, right? That's what I sort of, I think that's what I said last episode. I mean, I didn't spend any time on, I just said it. But in this episode, I sort of want to talk about that as being even greater than the non-duality position, right? We don't have to make a big deal about it. It's just that... Um, why not think of ourselves as consciousness? In other words, if we believe in one, if, if we believe in non-duality, if we believe in the one consciousness, and I say that to you, and you say yes back to me, and we go on a walk together, well, neither of us are actually thinking of ourselves as consciousness. We just sort of like agree that this is a good philosophy to have. But if it's agreed that it's a good philosophy to have, what does it mean about us? It means that we're consciousness. And in fact, that's the next step. And that's the greater sort of uh, notion to have, is that we are in fact also consciousness. So, um, and you say, well, we can't be consciousness because my name is this and your name is that and I'm a man and you're a woman and I'm tall and we're different and we're different people. We're not the same thing and everyone's unique. Every human being is unique and that's all true, right? And so, well, what we do is we try to look at how consciousness becomes the individual self in a sense, right? Because if we believe that in one consciousness, we could believe that that consciousness is within the body, too. It's the same sort of energy or the same essence, right? So even greater than having the non-dual sense is to say, I myself am consciousness, because that's 
what I am and that's all that exists. And whether I look at it from an internal perspective or an external perspective, whether I look at myself as the ocean or the waves of the ocean, I'm consciousness. And so that's really what we're looking for to get to as sort of the next step from last episode on non-duality. So um, this is a great thing to be aware of in terms of under, once we've understood non-duality, what do we do and what is the next step? Well, that would be the next step, right? And so that's our ultimate goal, like I said in the last podcast. And so you say, well, I understand non-duality, but what's the point of this next step? It seems sort of just, I'm not really interested. It seems redundant. It seems, no, I'm just going to reject it, right? But in, in, in two ways, it's correct. In, in the first way, it's correct is that what is self-realization? Isn't, isn't it the realization of oneself as consciousness or as the self, right? Isn't that what enlightenment is? That's the first thing. And then the second thing is, if you're a big fan of non-dualism, well, you're just, that's what you're really saying when you, say, when you believe in non-dualism. You may not be experiencing it in your being, but you're really saying, when you say non-dualism, aren't you really saying that that you're consciousness or I myself am consciousness? You have to be saying that, right? So that's the second reason why it's correct, because it seems um, honest. It seems like an honest position to have. Because if you believe in non-dualism, if you believe in one essence, why are you, why do you take yourself out of that? You know, if you go to a party and say, hey man, everyone should have, you know, uh, a piece of cake, it's like, oh yeah, that's great. Are you having a piece of cake? No, no, I'm not, I'm not having a piece of cake because I'm on a diet. Well, I mean, why are you saying that everyone should have a piece of cake then? Right? So it's sort of the honest position to have. And then you say, well, now I don't know about non-dualism. Right? Now I want to sort of like tear up the foundation of non-dualism. Well, I mean, you're welcome to do that. You know, this podcast isn't for everyone. But if you're willing to go along with me on this journey, then don't, don't destroy what we have. Just understand what the next step is and sort of what the ultimate goal is and sort of see it as right for these two reasons. As it's the sort of logical next step from the philosophy of non-dualism, right? And then it's also the de very definition of what enlightenment or self-realization is. Um, in enlightenment, I wrote an essay called Enlightenment in the Modern World. And in that, I talked about both the equality, saying that we're all human beings, and then I also talked about sort of how we can also be in that framework um, a human. You know, it's not, it's one thing, you know, it's one thing to say, well, everyone's the same, but not me, I'm different, right? That's not really honest, right? And then there are people that say, we're all different, you know, so we have to kind of see where we're going. You know, we, have, we can take the multiplicity, we can get to oneness, but don't forget yourself. You're also included in that. And that's sort of the idea um, that we're trying to get across in this episode. And so um, to basically get there, 
we're going to use what we've always what we've always used, which is this meditation or this inward turn mind. And so it's it's difficult to get to the it's difficult to go from uh, oneness to sort of this self-realization without meditation. You know, you're not going to be able to will it sort of with your intellect. It's not a, you know, it's not a mathematical problem that we're trying to solve. You know, it's not a something we can look on the internet to find, right? Because we already have it, basically. So it's, it's not going to take our mind trying to solve some problem Although we are using our minds, right? In a sense, we're using our minds to get beyond our mind, right? I mean, that's essentially what we're doing, but um, we're really just trying to become aware of what we already have. Um, so this is a very, you know, high philosophy uh, in Vedanta, and it's just the awareness of what it is that we already possess. And that might sound strange, and and because it does sort of sound strange it is kind of strange if you think about it and that's what makes it so difficult in a sense um, but my my premise is that it's easy right in a sense because it is something that we already have um, so you know and we can do all of these spiritual practices but it's not as if the spiritual practices themselves can actually make us attain something that we already have. And so in a sense, you know, when people say, oh, you're, you're wasting your time meditating, you're wasting your time doing yoga. I mean, you know, that's, that's not true. It's a ridiculous assertion, but in a sense, it kind of has some, it has some crazy truth in it to a certain extent, because, you know, no one, no one who's attained the self would ever say meditation is useless, right? So most likely they haven't attained the self, but because it's really only attained through meditation. But at the same time, they're saying something that's kind of partly true, which is the fact that really you're not really a time, you're not really getting anything that's that you don't already have. You're not gaining anything external. And the great example that I always use in these podcasts is sleep, because it's sort of like what does sleep do? It sort of regenerates you. Right? It doesn't give you anything. It just sort of regenerates you. Right? And in the same way, meditation can be thought of. And it's not really regenerative so much, but it gives you what you already have. Uh, I really hope that I can... It's very hard to describe that, but I hope I've made that clear. Um, that it's kind of like sleep. You know, it's like the analogy we would get in high school, you know, on an SAT test. Say, it's like, you know... You, you have sleep, you know, and sleep is to, you know, rejuvenation as meditation is to, say, blank, and that would be to self-realization, say. So we're really still going to want to meditate as we go from non-duality uh, to the self-realization. And so um, this is something that we can actually see, uh, you know, in our meditation. We can see this. Uh, Purusha, or this being, um, or this body, right? And this body is made of consciousness. And this body can talk to us, you know? I mean, we, we, we can, there are, there are people that can talk to, you know, people that have died, say, that have passed away. 
you can you can do that yourself too it's not just that some certain people can do it we can all sort of do that and in the same way we can access um, this being in our meditation and we can talk to him say uh, and the idea is that you know it's all happening within this sort of space of consciousness and in the, the space of consciousness or or consciousness itself has been described as a blue light uh, this blue pearl and I've talked about that before and the idea is that once the blue pearl is seen in meditation you've seen the self that's a vision of the self and it can contract and it can expand uh, and once it expands and fills the universe we could say that we're self-realized at that point that's sort of the goal and you know in that context uh, then we've gone from the non-dual now uh, to the to the attainment right which is this is the sort of the next step from last episode and you know we haven't destroyed our non-dualism we've just gotten to self-realization so we've gone from non-dualism to self-realization uh, hopefully this podcast and you know I want people to understand that this isn't anything new this isn't like a new thing that's oh my god this is like a new fad you know everyone go check out modern world zen podcast because it's like it's this new thing no it's it's not <laughs> this isn't new in any way shape or form <laughs> it's very old and uh, it's been done a million times before so let's just you know continue trudging along and not be caught up about you know this this is what he said or she said and this fad and this is new and this is old just trust me that it's it's nothing new that you would think is new right it's not the it's not the brand new car with the new stuff this has been around uh, for a long time even consciousness right consciousness how long has consciousness been around this is the kind of thing you should ask yourself you know is consciousness new or is consciousness old you know is God new or is God old you know is enlightenment a new thing or is it an old thing so you know it really is something that uh, has been done before and yet people have suffered for this knowledge you know people have been persecuted uh, for this knowledge um, you would say how on earth would someone want to persecute someone for that well the world is filled with people that know and filled with people that don't know and uh, sometimes the people that don't know uh, can persecute the people that know and it's just one of these things that happens and um, but uh, you know in that context I would say that the ones that have been sort of persecuted um, they never lost their enlightenment you know it's not as if they lost it somehow in the <laughs> during the persecution I mean the beings that really had it had it and they never lost it you know they could have been killed but they at no point did they lose their their attainment right <clears throat> you know it's sort of like if I have an apple in my hand and you shoot me did I ever lose the apple or did I, did I just die with the apple well I just died with the apple in my hand and these these what these beings did they died with their attainment they didn't lose they never lost their attainment 
So that's how sort of we should think about uh, that also. And anyway, so thank you everyone for listening. Hopefully this has been enlightening for you as we've gone sort of the next step from last podcast. It's a little cumbersome. It's a little tricky. Hopefully I've done my best in trying to explain it to you. And uh, next episode, we'll have something new to talk about. And again, I invite you to listen to all of the podcasts, including the, the ones on Eastern psychology, because I think that all of them are good. And, you know, you can pick one at random and you're not going to really be missing anything. I've tried to sort of highlight the most basic ideas really in every podcast. You were saying, oh, he's saying the same thing again. You know, that's sort of on purpose, you know. Uh, so, but that's how we're going to do this and we can keep it kind of short and, um, thank you everyone for your support and we will try again next time. And this has been Josh Barzell for Modern World Zen.